Embattled Freedom, chronicle of a fugitive slave haven in the wary north, is a study by Jim Remsen. Remsen is a journalist and author and a native of Waverly, Pennsylvania. And he tells us... One thing that jumped out at me as I did this was about the, the fact that Waverly had this fugitive slave settlement and that when the Civil War came, 13 of the male residents of this black settlement enlisted when finally the Union Army accepted black soldiers in the middle of the war. And they enlisted, voluntarily went back down south to fight. And I thought, wow, how dramatic is that? And they were just mentioned in a sentence in some of these histories. So you have this conflict that runs all the way through the story of the reformers, the abolitionists, the people championing black people, and black people themselves fighting for their rights and the folks who were digging in their heels against it and fighting it tooth and nail all the way along. And I think it's important that we know it. We know how it's in our bedrock of, of the culture here. So it has this troubling aspect, but also this inspiring aspect to look at the champions who, you know, went as dissidents and went against the norm. In some cases were breaking the law. They were doing civil disobedience. And in a way you could think of Waverly as a sanctuary city. Words of author Jim Remsen from his study, Embattled Freedom. The Waverly Community House is marking Black History Month with a lecture series Sundays in February. On February 18th, for example, we'll learn about the black troops Remsen just cited. E.J. Murphy is an educator and a public historian, as well as director of the Destination Freedom Program at the Waverly Community House. E.J. Murphy stopped in at the WVIA studios to talk with Chris Norton about the series. Just for our site at the Waverly Community House, we are, every Sunday of February, we are going to be hosting a lecture that is centered around some sort of black history related to Northeastern Pennsylvania. We thought this was a good idea to highlight not just our program and some of the things that we talk about in our program overall, but to specifically address the issue of black history and to recognize the month of February's Black History Month. So... Each weekend, we're going to have different topics to kind of focus on. Again, our program is about Waverly, so it tells the story of the entire town, the entire village. So I'll get in a little bit about that, but then I'll focus on, again, the specifics of how we highlight Waverly's black history. Then I will kind of tie that to the development of our program, so how it started, you know, there's the walking tour and the self-guided map that we have. And then I'll get into how we've kind of grown. And one of the areas of growth that we saw was in outside interest in our program. And not just around the area, but also nationally. And the story of the Underground Railroad became a national topic of discussion when it comes to, especially when it comes to public history sites. How do people talk about and present the issue of slavery? And how does it connect to different areas of history? The National Park Service started a program called the National Underground Railroad Network to Freedom Program. And we are a, a, a part of that program. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the Park Service. Um, there are different historic sites that cover issues related to slavery and then how they chose to interpret those sites. Because that was a big discussion in the National Park Service for quite a long time was how do you address, specifically at like Civil War battlefields, how do you address the causes of the war and the issues that surrounded the war besides just the fighting itself? So we don't have a Civil War battlefield here. What are the key sites in Waverly that you focus on? So yeah, um, that's one thing that is, is really interesting is that it's not a Civil War battlefield. So you are getting a social history and a cultural history of that time period. 
So we talk about not just the individuals who lived in the town who were involved in the Underground Railroad. We do get to see some of their houses. We don't get to go inside them. They are still private residences today. But we get to see some of their homes. We also visit some cemeteries that in, in there are buried some of the major players of the Underground Railroad in the area, both the abolitionists, the white citizens, and the formerly enslaved residents who came here to northeastern Pennsylvania and called this area home. And then we also do uh, a couple different things at our site now that are newer. We have the Destination Freedom Special Exhibitions Gallery, which is kind of like a museum type room where uh, we have a lot of artifacts and documents related to the time period that we cover in our program. So that's part of the tour uh, at this point. But there are a lot of different buildings and structures in the town that, that really highlight just how active not just the abolitionist movement was, but Waverly's black community and kind of establishing themselves in the area. We do stop at churches, so religion plays a part in our tour. So we, again, we cover a lot of ground, and that's why we thought that breaking up this lecture series into a, a, a couple of different talks would be would be good because you can get into a lot of detail about a lot of different subjects. What happens on the 11th? So we are going to focus on an individual, and this is one of my favorite individuals to study. He's a really, really important figure that a lot of people don't know about, and his name is Jonathan Jasper Wright. Jonathan Jasper Wright was the first black lawyer admitted to the Pennsylvania bar during the Civil War time period. He was the son of formerly enslaved residents of northeastern Pennsylvania who navigated the Underground Railroad to get to the area. And he also was a major, major player in the Reconstruction period in the South. In the Reconstruction period, the post-Civil War period, he actually moves to South Carolina and gets involved in Reconstruction politics and, and things like that. And his influence was was major and uh, again he's a figure that a lot of people around here aren't familiar with so we wanted to we wanted to be able to tell his story because one of the things that we have in our gallery is a portrait of Jonathan Jasper Wright so we have some tangible connections uh, not just with the history but with some stuff that we have at our at our site that's on February 11th the story of Jonathan Jasper Wright and then on the 18th the 18th is one of my favorite topics to talk about, and that is the Northeastern Pennsylvania residents who served in the United States Colored Troops, or USCT, regiments during the Civil War. USCT was the official terminology for African-American regiments during the Civil War. So we're going to get into the debates surrounding black enlistment because it was a very controversial topic. And then we're going to talk about the individuals from Northeastern Pennsylvania who served in certain regiments and what their wartime experience was like. That will also kind of transition us to the post-war period of black military service as a means of civil rights. Soldiers who are going to come back after fighting in the war and are going to use that military experience to advocate for you know, voting rights and full citizenship for, for African Americans. So that's, uh, that's going to be a really interesting one, and it has a lot of different ties to different parts of northeastern Pennsylvania, not just Waverly. And then the series wraps up on February 25th with the story of Frederick Douglass, who had an immense, immense impact on his day. Yeah, his his influence can't be over-exaggerated, and I'm going to hope that I don't do that during, our, during my talk on the 25th. But what a lot of people don't know about Douglass, because he is a nationally known figure, a lot of people are aware of him, they're aware of his existence, but they don't know that he did have direct ties to northeastern Pennsylvania. He made his way to this area a couple times to speak, including one stop in Scranton in the years immediately after the war. And he also just had, in terms of his ideas and the way he spoke and kind of the kind of like the political motives of, of kind of what happens in his life as the war comes on and he becomes a, a very serious advocate for not just civil rights, but political issues as well. We're going to talk about how his ideas influence people here in northeastern Pennsylvania as well. And it's very interesting because him and Jonathan Jasper Wright, the subject of the one talk we were just speaking about, they actually kind of moved in very similar circles in terms of politics and the civil rights movement during the Civil War period. 
So we're going to make some connections between those two guys as well. These are Sunday afternoon at one o'clock programs at the Waverly Community House. Uh, all these lectures are free and open to the public. It's kind of a first come first serve thing. There are no reservations, but it is free and open to the public. So just get there a little bit early and you should be, you should be good. E.J. Murphy, educator and public historian, director of the Destination Freedom Program at the Waverly Community House, speaking with WVIA's Chris Norton about a month-long lecture series presented by the Waverly Community House to mark Black History Month. This coming February 11th, this Sunday, Jonathan Jasper Wright, Reconstruction-era Supreme Court Justice, 1 o'clock. Admission is free. As we just heard, it's on a first-come, first-served basis. No reservations are needed. There will be some light refreshments. And the series will continue on the 18th, highlighting the U.S. colored troops in Waverly. And then the 25th, Frederick Douglass and the Underground Railroad. That's the Waverly Community House Black History Month Lecture Series with E.J. Murphy. It's free and open to the public. For more information, you can find on the website of the Waverly Community House. Kim and Reggie Harris from their album Steal Away, Songs of the Underground Railroad on Appleseed Recordings, as we heard a conversation with E.J. Murphy and WVIA's Chris Norton concerning the Waverly Community House Black History Month Lecture Series with E.J. Murphy. Sundays at 1 o'clock, free and open to the public, and that's at the Waverly Community House, 1115 North Abington Road in Waverly, Pennsylvania. And for more information, on the web, waverlycom.org, waverlycom.org, W-A-V-E-R-L-Y, waverlycom.org.